0: Hello, Dog Pound South campers. This is the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Last week, I dove kind of deep into some some big name uh, free agents that were possibilities. Uh, There are 633 free agents out there. This coming year. So I, I didn't want to name all of them. It would have taken too long. And also I talked about wide receivers that might be traded for because Andrew Berry has traded the second round pick last two years, two years ago, Amari Cooper last year, Elijah Wood. Is it possible again this year? Okay. This today, I want to talk about backups. Um, guys that you know, they're not going to get the big names. You're not going to get the big money. I mean, you're talking $2 million to veteran minimum, but they're going to be needed um, if you want to improve the roster. So we all know that um, a lot hinges on if Nick Chubb comes back. Is he going to come back completely healthy and be the old Nick Chubb? Is he going to start the season on the pup list? Is he going to start the season on IR. I hate to say that. Uh, we don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, he did have uh, two knee surgeries on the same knee for a knee hurt in college. So we got to pay attention to that. Now, if the Browns go out and sign someone, and I'm just spitballing here uh, Tony Pollard or Derrick Henry, he's not coming back. They are transitioning to another running back, which they'll probably draft. So, Let's, take, let's just suppose he's ready to go on opening day. Okay, that's situation number one. Situation number two, backup quarterback. All right, already got uh, Deshaun Watson, already got DTR. So they're looking for a third string. Joe Flacco, is he a third string quarterback? Eight new head coaches in the league. Uh, uh, several teams are going to be drafting rookie quarterbacks. Um, he is a he is what's considered a bridge quarterback, like Jacoby Brissett, like Gardner Minshew, like Ryan Tannehill. He can go get more money and start on a team than he can if he is the third string quarterback for the Browns. Situation number three: Amari Cooper. What do you do with Amari Cooper's contract? They're not gonna pay him 20 million dollars. That's for sure. So do you restructure? Or do you just let him go and pick up another wide receiver? I mentioned some wide receivers uh, last week in the free agency talk and also in the uh, trade talk. And number four, offensive line, specifically Wyatt Teller. This is the year to create uh, salary cap space by trading Wyatt Teller. I hate to say it. I hate to even think about it. But there are situations where they may be able to keep him. Uh, There are situations where they may need to trade him to create space. So let's look at what's going to be available. And we're talking backups here. So, quarterback. Sure, everybody would like Joe Flacco to come back. Um, I've seen estimates on his uh, contract to be $2.5 million. You're going to pay your third string quarterback two and a half million dollars because DTR is going to be the backup. Um, and he, I know he's on a rookie deal, so you can afford to pay a, a, a third stringer like around two million. If he's not a starter somewhere else and he's still sitting in on his, on his couch come training camp, sure, I think the Browns would sign him. But you're more often, you're probably going to be looking at Jeff Driscoll and Possibly PJ Walker. Um, Driscoll, I don't have a problem with. He got a, a kind of an unfair shake when he came in here. He had to go start in Cincinnati a bunch of, against starters. It was a no win situation to begin with. Bring him to training camp, see what he's got, make him your third string quarterback. If the Browns are going to carry three quarterbacks on their roster, you got to remember, you got to stick. More than likely, they're going to carry two and stick one on the practice squad. So whoever they put on the practice squad has to go through waivers. I think Jeff Driscoll could go through waivers. I think P.J. Walker could as well. And also, they're going to have four quarterbacks in training camp. You always got to have four. Uh, That doesn't mean anything. So, running backs. Now, like I said, does Nick Chubb come back? Oh, say he comes back. They redo his deal. They add a couple of years to it. Nick Chubb's our starting quarterback. I mean, our starting running back. He looks like Nick Chubb of old. All right. So you roll with Jerome Ford, Pierre Strong, and John Kelly. John Kelly practice squad. Pierre, if you Pierre Strong, if you want. To sign a veteran running back, which a lot of Browns fans do, I agree, should have done one last year. Let's look at people like uh, A.J. Dillon from Green Bay or possibly Dante Freeman from Chicago. Dillon would be like a $4 million a year running back. Um, Dante Freeman, two years. Uh, we just saw what Devin Singletary could do to the Browns uh, defense. Uh, the Houston running back, $3 million. A year. Uh, my favorite, my favorite is Cordell Patterson. I don't know what the Atlanta Falcons were doing with him last year. I thought that they would either cut him or try and trade him. He languished on that team. You could get him for $2 million. I would sign him in a heartbeat. He can do anything, he can run between the tackles, he can run outside, and he's a great receiver. He would be the Kareem Hunt of a couple of years ago to this team. So that's my favorite right there, Cordell Patterson. Wide receivers. Okay, your wide receiver room. Let's keep Amari Cooper. He is the number one. I've been watching old games. Man is incredible. He's getting up there in age. Last two seasons, some injuries, but say they keep it. They restructure, get him to a more usable number. You've got him. You've got Elijah Moore. You've got Tillman. You've got David Bell. You need a number two. If if Barry doesn't go and trade for a number two, who's available? So it's really not that impressive of a list, but you're only looking for somebody to come in and do your Marquise Goodwin uh, roster spot. So that's what you're looking for. Uh, Jamal Agnew of the Jags, $2 million. All right. Here's an intriguing name, Braxton Barros of Miami. He's also a returner. You could The Browns could probably get him for about $2 million. Now, this is a guy who's got a little speed. He's a return guy. He can take the Marquise Goodwin uh, spot on the roster. All right, before we get into the rest of the offense, let's take a little break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. All right, tight end. Um, they have Harrison Bryan, who's a free agent. Personally, I don't think they're going to re sign him. I would prefer that they'd um, go ahead and draft a tight end on day three. Um, this draft is filled with number three tight ends. Uh, you get a guy on a rookie deal, um, three year deal, you know, rookie coming in, draft pick. Uh, right now they got Nujoku, kind of top heavy with his restructured with his contract extension, and you still have Akins, so you need a number three tight end. So if they don't draft one, and let me tell you, Andrew Barry doesn't draft for need. He's only done it once. Jedrick Wells, his first draft, he had to have a left tackle, and it was a good left tackle draft all the way through uh, day three. But since then doesn't draft for need. He drafts for depth. So uh, he uses free agency to fill holes. And then when the draft comes along, he can go do whatever he wants. He can pick whatever position he wants. So tight end. He doesn't need to draft a tight end. Who do you sign? My favorite is uh, Mike Gesicki of uh, the Pats 2 million. Uh I think that would be a great number three tight end. And you can get guys like uh, Robert Toyin of the, of the of the Bears also for $2 million. You can million. Uh, you can bring back Farrell Brown for veteran minimum. Deshaun Watson knows him. And McCole uh, Pruitt also of the Atlanta Falcons. Veteran minimum. You're looking for somebody cheap. If you're not going to draft somebody, that's where you go. All right. Um, tackles, offensive tackles. I have mentioned how I am not a fan of James Hudson anymore. You need a swing tackle. You've got Jack Coughlin, you've got Jedrick Wills, and you've got big Thanos, <laughs> Dwan, Um uh, uh, Jones. Um, so you've got your backup right tackle. You need a swing tackle. I, like I've said, I am done done with Hudson. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done with him. Uh, and before you say, bring back Christian Jourdan, I guarantee you uh, Bill Callahan is going to sign him for the Titans. He's going to ask for him because right now, even though he's not that good, he's below average at best. He's better than anything the Titans have at tackle right now. Uh, so, better in tackles. Kendall Lamb. Um, you can get him uh, out of Miami, get him for a veteran minimum. Uh, Cornelius Lucas would cost you roughly about two a year. So would Riley Reef of the Pats. He's very good, but he's had a lot of injuries. You might want to stay away from him. Here's a name to think about. Because of our new offensive line coach, Andy Dickerson, Jason Peters. I know, he's old. He's 30, He's getting up there in age. But he's still playing at a high level. He can play right tackle and left tackle. You're talking about your fourth tackle. That's the kind of guy you need. What Chris Hubbard used to be before he kept getting hurt. Just a guy who can come in just in case. Your fourth tackle. That's, you know, better minimum. Boom. Guards. Okay. Offensive guards. Um. It's a touchy subject with uh, Wyatt Teller. I know a lot of people love Wyatt Teller. I love Wyatt Teller. Um, But if you need cap space, you're going to have to trade him. I'm sure Mr. Uh, Callahan up uh, here in Nashville, Tennessee, would love to have him. When he was a coach with Washington, he advocated for drafting him. He went to the Bills instead. He loves him some Wyatt Teller. I would put up good money to see if Andrew Barry can fleece the new GM and the Titans, Ron Carter. I think he could do it. So if if they keep Teller and Batonio, they're going to need another guard, a couple of guards. Uh, of course, your first option is going to be um, their own free agent, Michael Dunn. Um, he has always signed a one-year contract. Uh, he's very de- dependable. He's your emergency center, your force center. Uh, that would be my first option. Um, he would probably sign again for veteran minimum. I, I'd try and sign him for a couple-year contract, uh, get him locked down a little bit more. Um, he is valuable, and he might be signed by somebody else. He might be signed by Tennessee with Bill Callahan. You never know. Um, ben Bartok. Of the 49ers, also veteran minimum. Phil Haynes of Seattle. There's that Seattle connection again. You're gonna get that. He you could probably get him for two, two and a half million. Isaiah Wynn of Miami, also around two million. He's a former first-round draft pick. We all know how Andrew Barry loves signing former first-round draft picks. And Dennis Edwards of the Bills, very reliable. Two and a half, three million. You're looking for backup uh, guards. Um, I've already mentioned the guards uh, last week. Uh, the more pricey ones, um, if they deal, teller. But this is if they don't deal, teller. Center. I think they're pretty set at center. Uh, you got Posick. You got Luke Whipler. I I think they're going to bring back Nick Harris. And if they they sign done, there's your your emergency, your number four center, and they're set. So these are some names to think about in free agency in a backup role. Um, These are affordable guys. uh, If the situation turns right, that the Browns can afford to sign. Uh, These are little contracts. Um, But it all depends on those conditions I started with. Nick Chubb's health. Amari Cooper's contract, um, Wyatt Teller, if they're going to trade it, um, court, backup quarterback. Uh, like I said, eight new head coaches in the league. Does Joe Flacco want to come back here and be the number three guy? Because that's what he's going to be. Uh, and I wouldn't blame him if he waited till training camp to sign with the team. What's the hurry? He's already proven what he could do. So he, he can sit on his couch until July if he wants to. So that's it. Um, next, next show, I, I'll talk about the defense. Um, there are a lot of uh, areas, specifically linebacker, that they might need to look into. I think they're pretty much set at corner. Linebacker, safety, and of course, Jim Schwartz, D-line, D-line, D-line. So I appreciate you watching. Appreciate you following. Appreciate you downloading. And uh, like I said, uh, here at the Fanatical L's Network, we're all Browns fans like you. I mean, we want to see this team succeed. And Andrew Barry is going to draft and sign to succeed. I mean, this isn't for something down the road. This is for now. The window is open now. So. Thanks for joining me here on the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gill. This is part of the Fanatical L's network and the Fans for a Sports Network. Thank you very much. It's going to be a busy offseason. Next week we'll talk about backup defensive players. And everybody have a great day and go brown.